Uh, let's not do a cold open. Oh, okay. We'll just get into it. That's the cold open. <laughs> no, I mean, one of us edits the show and one of us doesn't, <laughs> so we'll see what the cold open is. Pole position, mate. Pole position. Let's fucking go! Yes! Yes! Oh my god! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Max Verstappen years. That was inevitable during the summer break. Like to me, that that victory, it didn't matter where he was going to start. Seriously, like let's open up with this question. Gregory Wasalasco is here, my brother. Um, Corey Price, Callum Fraser. Let's open up with this question. How far back was too far back? Gregory. Pit lane behind three drivers. I'm not convinced there was a too far back. I, I'm, I'm not convinced <laughs> there was a too far, far back either. I, it just like he won by 20 seconds. By 20 seconds. And like he was probably on coast for what? 20 laps at the end there? I mean, I get it like, you know. I bet you he is very uh, is tantalizing to pull an Ayrton Senna and just like try to embarrass everyone <laughs> even more. Um, but I mean, I think he's also thinking about the championship constantly and probably wants to be able to ride this engine out for another couple of, of races. But I mean, I, I texted you when I like the second I heard about both of you. I texted you the second I heard of the engine penalties, and I was like, this is. It's not even going to be close. Like, not only is he going to win, but it's going to be a fucking rout. Um, you were just watching the opening lap there, Gregory. Give us a, a rundown of of how important that was for Max to avoid all that. It was really good. He he got two people into into turn one. Just went straight by Albon uh, off the grid, and then he he hit the brake. He he didn't hit the brakes, but he left off the throttle for a solid two seconds before. Um, Eau Rouge yeah, yeah And it was a little bit too long He kind of screwed himself Onto the Onto the Kemmel straight But then it was just Car dodging left and right Hamilton was halfway in Well not Hamilton Halfway in the air But Hamilton was uh, Right on the apex of oh, What's that corner Going into Whatever corner Going into the Sector 3 Where it's just a Big old straight With a couple kinks Right Yeah Yeah he had to avoid him too Didn't he Yeah Yeah, yeah that I mean I don't I, I, I'm honestly not a fan Of the this this idea that like the the only reason why Max is you know won last year's championship and and won and is going to win this year's championship and is such a better driver is that he's more mature. It's like yeah he's a little more mature, but like he's still dominating uh, with just pure speed and talent and just like overall aggression as well. But the maturity does come in on on a lap like that where he just knows that he if he waits him out it's kind of like the same thing that like lewis did forever whenever he took yeah like he's an got patience penalty. now he yeah. knows but but also you know it's kind of like how red bull back in the back in the mercedes dominance days they could just do whatever strategy because it's like fuck it who cares yeah. like we're just we're going for it because if we don't do it 110 percent, we're not going to win mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter so that that used to be max's mentality yeah and then you can kind of see that flipping over in the the last year with him and him and Lewis battling for the championship where he's still got that ah, if I don't do it now it's never 
it's never going to happen. Like so it's, th- it's the Merc. So this is, this is interesting though, because when we were watching that lap, um, Max treated everyone the same up until he <laughs> saw that Leclerc was yeah. on his right. And then he did a classic 2021 bully Lewis moment, right? Where he was like, hey man, listen, I don't need to win this race if you're not in it as well. (laughs) (laughs) Like we- we, He's aware of the math. Yeah. Crunch the numbers. Yeah. You want this position or do you want to finish the race? And he basically just bullied um, Leclerc off the track and he did not treat Alex Albon like that. He did not treat Lance Stroll like that. He did not treat Seb Vettel like that. He did not treat any other driver on the first lap that was around him like he did Charles. It was kind of, I, I don't think it was, a, I don't think it was um, a panic move where like I can't allow Charles to get ahead of me. I think it was more of just, no, just I won't allow. Yeah. Ass- asserting. Yeah. Right. Uh, Corey. Charles was a solid meter ahead. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just he was, basically said yeah. like, "Hey, you got two options: barrier yeah. or behind me." It's, he's he's got the same thing. Sorry, I know you're going over. It's okay. He's got the same thing Senna and every other great but crazy driver has, where everybody yeah. around you in a twenty meter uh, circumference or yeah. whatever radius, radius. no, yeah, thank you, knows I better get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Corey. What what give us your overall your 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 first thoughts after uh, we we just hit the record button like fifteen minutes after Max did some burnouts on the uh, on the the home straight. God. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised. I mean, my first thought and it was a thought I had while the race was on was, are we about to see Max do something like Seb did in 2013, where he just wins everything for the rest of the year, and with a performance like that. I could see it. I really genuinely could. Um, even in the small things where you're seeing like, so Ferrari up until a penalty managed to salvage that P5 back, but it's like, you can't like, why'd you re- release him so close to Alonso right at the end when you're trying to get past this lap? If you can't get the little things right, we don't trust you to get the big things right. Then I don't think that there's, a ton of meaningful, serious competition to Max at this point at all. Yeah. No. So I, w- I want to talk about Ferrari later specifically, but you yeah. bring up a good point. Like let's let's talk about the championship overall. It's we all have, over. We, we, so, but right for sure, it's over. But when is it technically over? We have eight races left. What's the? Can you bring up the uh, the standings on? Your, I can on your in one second. There? The for the season. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, he's probably gonna have it done by f- with five races left to go. Is that no? Because that's 125. He's, he's points. almost 100 he, points up on. He's almost 100 points up on Checo, and Leclerc. I think he's a, about 100 points up on them. And right now, now, I guess now, look, uh, uh, we're going to get a full rundown from Corey here on on where the standings sit. But now, Checo has probably overtaken Leclerc or yes. gotten close to him. He has over it's a it's a it's a Red Bull really? one two in the world yeah. championship. So here's what we're looking at. Wow. Max has two hundred and eighty four points. Checo has one hundred ninety one. Oh my god. Charles has one hundred eighty six. Carlos has one seventy one. George has one seventy. <laughs> and then Lewis has one forty six and then it drops off Lando has 76. And then oh, my it's, God. Yeah. When was the last time that happened? He could one, have two. this done with five races to go. He has to have 125, uh, 126. No, because there's fastest laps. So five to, so 131 points he needs with five races to he go. He could be done by, like, Singapore? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then just to round out the top ten, it's Alcon Alonso and then Bottas is in 10th. The... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of, listen, there's going to be a lot of comparisons 
to, oh, here we go. It's just like when Lewis was winning his uh, six championships in a row, six of seven, whatever you want to call it. It's not like that to me because this is going to be the second year in a row that Max has won a championship with the second best car. And I think ah, objectively speaking. Is it speaking, the second best car I don't think car, it looks though. like the second best car anymore. Maybe not anymore, but I think for the first 10 races, Ferrari had um, a significant margin in the majority of the races. I think like we, we were talking know. about Ferrari having the best car for a very, very long time. And now it's kind of like Red Bull's engine is so fucking OP. I think their qualifying kind of showed them to be, showed them as better than they were. Because there would be a lot of times where, yeah, Yeah. there'd be a lot of times where Max would qualify second or even third and then be in first by lap 10. Like the Red Bull was, it seemed to have way better race race, pace. For sure, better race pace. But I think it it also just comes down to, there was a bit of of discussion about you know reliability and whatnot and like for the first five or six races it was like Red Bull was off pace but also like do you trust that car to finish races yeah everybody getting crazy mad at Max for saying he needs 40 races when two out of the first three races 66% of the time the engine blew up yeah like it wasn't looking good at the start of the season no no and I mean we talk about a lot about how this has been a, a, a major, like that, that it, the margin between first and second or first and third, um, and how this championship is over. It's like, a, it's like a, a, it's like a walk-off. It's been a walk-off for a very long time now, but I think we forget at how once there was a smidgen of reliability with the Red Bull, Max just like went onto another fucking planet, right. Yeah. And just completely dominated everyone. And it's, it's crazy now. Let's bring up. So you um, you won some money on this race. Oh yeah, I think fifty four bucks. But the the craziest thing about this is that, um, I believe Crofty brought this up. The odds makers had Max winning this race after the engine penalties. Yeah, from fourteenth. From fourteenth. You could have won a lot more money. I feel like. Because so what happened? With, what happened one. with you? Pardon? What happened with your bet? Tell us the story about. Uh, Oh, I bet on uh, Max to Max and Checo to win uh, on I think Friday, mm-hmm. um, or maybe might have been Thursday. Whatever, doesn't matter. Checo had thirteen to one odds. Max had basically one to one. Yeah. And then I didn't want to check how the odds changed after the engine penalties because I didn't want to be sad and go, oh, I could have won a lot more money. But yeah. could you not have put another bet down? Well, if I had thought of that, yeah. <laughs> How much money do you think you would have won if you put down fifty dollars after the engine penalties? A I don't know hundred. how odds work. I don't. I don't know how betting works. Well, they they said he was the odds-on favorite, but I he was the odds-on favorite before the engine penalties too. I don't know how yeah. how high the actual uh, odds were. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: What is his ceiling truly? How many victories? How many championships is too many, Corey? <laughs> Victories, I'm not even going to try to pick a number because the season keeps getting longer and I'll probably undershoot it because I forget how many races there actually are yeah. and that you can win like 15 in a year or something. But um, championships, I mean, I know, I think part of it, it's the caveat that comes with like every long run of winning is you need to have someone who's great and you need to have a car that's great. And it's so can Red Bull keep it going long enough to maintain that? 
because we're already seeing it's like Lewis won so many in a row. And, you know, I don't want to get into the bait of like, oh, it was just the car. It wasn't just the car, but like good car helps. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that. So if Red Bull can keep it going, I mean, I don't see why it would have to stop for the next several years consecutively. Like who else, unless Ferrari gets their shit together, which again, they have no indication that they're doing that. Um, they could go for years and there's no reason to think that it couldn't. And he's still young, right? So he's, he's, uh, he's he hasn't hit his prime yet. Yeah. We, well, he might be right. He's probably in his prime. prime. (laughs) If he's not in his prime, we're fucked. But, but all these, all these accomplishments are coming at a time at, at like three or four years younger than what happened with Lewis. And like Lewis wasn't a late bloomer, but he had the opportunity later on in his career. Right. I think he was, what 26 years old when he ended up moving to Mercedes something like uh, that yeah yeah he won a championship before that for sure they i think they're pretty even cuz lewis lewis came in what 4 years older than max but max was in a solidly not Third able to car. win anything yeah. car yeah. well not nothing but i i think so i also anticipate like there are far more stringent rules coming the way of the top teams to artificially create like a lot more parody, which we had, we did, we never saw that during Lewis's reign, right? It was always like Mercedes mafia confirmed for sure. <laughs> but Mercedes always had the opportunity to, with the amount of money and the amount of uh, uh, intellect they had within that team, they could get ahead by just innovating, right, and just creating like this this remarkable machinery. Now it's kind of like. You are so handcuffed by a lack of tunnel, uh, wind tunnel time, uh, money now. Uh, it's, it's not like it used to be. And then on top of that, too, you, you can't have as many people working for your team. So I see that only getting worse and it hampering Red Bull even more and even more. The only reason why I believe that Max could, um, that Max could keep this going for like pushing a fucking decade is that he has proven that during artificial parody, he is by far and away the most talented driver in the field and uh, aggressive when he needs to be aggressive now, patient when he needs to be patient now. And he's just, he just has everything. So unless, <clears throat> unless Red Bull drops down to like midfield status and you have an extremely talented driver in one of the top teams uh like like a leclerc without fucking throwing shit away all the time i then 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 max is like not guaranteed a championship at this point though it's going to take a lot for me to think that he's not going to win a a consecutive years yeah i think the thing that red bull has to watch out for is maybe something that's more like the trajectory of mclaren which is like it's going up it's going up it's going up it's gone like (laughs) and i know that lando was a podium this year whatever but like the optimism and upward momentum the team had is gone and what red bulls managed to dodge for now is that was due to such a significant regime change um in terms of the regulations that some teams just got it wrong but like you're saying if incoming rules target top teams more specifically they'll have to do that more frequently and that's where i think the chance would be where even then, though, I don't think you see Red Bull fall off, but I think you see Mercedes and Ferrari are suddenly much closer. Elevated. Yeah, well, because yeah, yeah, when yeah. you think about even in qualifying, and Lewis was like, so how far back were we? And Bono goes, 1.8. And Lewis just goes, 1.8. <laughs> 
Like, they don't even know how they're that far back. Right. Like, so there would have to be something changing um, to make that difference. Uh, I don't know if they think anything unique is coming, but I do think that they're going to double down. Like, the FIA, the powers that be in Formula One are going to double down on this new aggressive take at artificial parody. Like, I... I yeah, and I'm all right with that, you know? Yeah. Even the, as a The only thing I worry about fan. is that, like, one of the things that makes f1 so intriguing is the ability to innovate and you have these cars that look drastically different now they don't really look that different it's a lot more of like subtle kind of creative differences i think they're a lot more different this year than they were last year but 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 you have to remember that last year everyone had like kind of everybody's reg- uh, everybody's tendencies yeah, they did the have a decade exactly. to copy Mercedes. Yeah. This is this this year, unless they keep changing the regulations pretty dramatically. I think that after this year, the cars are going to look a lot more similar, and you're not going to see those those uh, drastic differences like the side. Like, do you think Mercedes comes back next year with no side pods? No, I think they're staying with it. Oh yeah, I I know I don't think they are. I think if you have yeah, idiot. <laughs> if, if you have if you have your top driver who's also one of the greatest performing drivers the sport has ever seen keep going every time he has to talk to the media yeah. about the car going i can't wait to never drive this fucking car again <laughs> like i just don't see how they stick with it i don't think you convince the team that it's a good idea and i don't think the engineers will be able to come up with a reasoning that would have them keep it yeah um especially when you see like a team like Haas, and i know they have a relationship with ferrari but just going like you might notice that our side pods look a lot like the Ferrari. <laughs> Trust us, we came up with that. <laughs> and it's just like, well, we know you didn't, but it's fine. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't see, um, I don't see Mercedes going back to this funky looking car. But I do see them. It was worth a shot. Pulling some sort of like trickery next year, like the like the DAS system, right? Like, I think they're gonna be able to come back and have something to do with their car that is different than everyone else. And that's either their leg up or their way back into serious contender status. Because over the years, it's kind of been like, um, they've, they've been the, they have been the example for like what the copycats kind of, yep. go they after. had the understanding of the previous regulations. So down yeah. that it was never a question. Like they were just coming up with shit that, that they had to go like, uh, Actually, you can't do that. We never would have even like Das. It's like we never even would have thought of that. But you can't do it. Yeah. Like, Im- imagine, imagine how how different this year would have been if twenty twenty one was a pandemic season in which no one raced and the regulations, the new regulations were coming next year, right? Because what happened last year was there were five or six teams that didn't give a shit about improving their car. And they tried to focus purely on the 2022 season. And what happened was, yeah, Ferrari got a hell of a lot better. Um, Mercedes fell off a little bit. Red Bull, I don't think they fell off, but they kind of stayed a little stagnant. Haas improved. Williams improved. Um, Imagine what would have happened if Mercedes and Red Bull had the amount of time and were able to give that kind of effort that... Um, teams like McLaren and Ferrari did. Imagine how fucking different this season would be where like it's just the same shit, right? Because if Mercedes can do what they're doing this year with while not really focusing on the 2022 season all of last year, how good would they have been if they had had the time that Ferrari and, and McLaren had? Yeah. 
so I, that that's the, that's the reason why I think like next year is kind of just going to be back to normal where Mercedes is definitely they're either like number one or they're really really back in the fight and we have a yeah. three. I don't think the question is will Mercedes be back. I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion. I think they're simply too good, not just in terms of drivers, but like technical personnel and like the way they think about the sport. Yeah. Like they've got it too right for too long to just vanish. What I do think that something that we're not considering though is like there are a couple teams who are not that far away from taking a pretty serious leap. Alpine. Alpine is the team that I think could throw a wrench into what the top tier next season looks like. Yeah. They are not far from getting it right. Dude, Fernando had the tools today to yeah. really battle. But do you actually believe in Alpine being able to do that? Because they've been talking a big game for about five years. I mean, I think the thing that makes me nervous about Alpine is nobody wants to drive for them. <laughs> like, that is, yeah. a, that is a bigger problem for them. Like, I believe they could do it in terms of the hardware, but... I guess if you want to consider driver's software, that's weird. But like the car will be good. But like Piastri was like, yeah, fuck you guys. Uh, Fernando. Alonzo was like, I'll, yeah. I'd rather go drive for a back marker than you guys. It's like, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, so I really like, like what they've been doing. They got, it makes Lauren, Lauren said he'd give me a discount on his new fashion. Line. I love green. <laughs> he needs money. Um, I, I, um, I think that anyone that wants to throw shade at you know the the idea of alpine really like contending is forgetting that they are renault and renault has won two world championships in the past 15 years yeah renault's like not nobody exactly so I, i'm just saying like that that team still has that top of the um standings mentality right like they still i think like, i think the the like the foundation of it like still kind of has that red bull ferrari mercedes um ability to I don't know to like have that winning mindset I, I think they've got the money to be able to win but they've got more of a Ferrari mindset they're a country team Ferrari is Italy yeah Renault, Re is. Renault is France France and when you represent an entire country and government and people, basically. Doesn't the French government literally own part of Renault? I think it's not literal <laughs> anymore. Right. I think they did At sell point, them, but they give them true. loans pretty Macron all the time, is know. just like rolling out of bed in the they morning. They know where like, their bread's buttered. I'm sorry, <laughs> we finished eighth. It funnels them a bunch of money to try to get them higher up in the standings. But, so what comes with the, the country on your shoulders is you're not allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. So when you make mistakes, they need to be excused and shoved away, and that's not a good way to make it to the top. Like You're, you're saying like political weight will kill their Wait, it's, this, it's To me, it's the same thing that, well, similar that goes on with Ferrari. We can do no wrong. It's not, it wasn't a mistake. The car's not bad. It's just, just wasn't working today. Get that thing right in front of your legs, Right buddy. in, just right in Honestly, there. Honestly, that's better than what it was. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's uh, you know the the British commentators have they always have it up and up in their nose, right? There isn't those those. Oh yeah, we're gonna go motor racing today. <laughs> <laughs> we went to motor racing. Toto. Champ, champ, champ. <laughs> do you have do you have some time for the uh, the Chronicle Herald? Actually, that's the Halifax newspaper for the Sorry. for the pictures. <laughs> for the pictures. Yeah. Like the loudest coast. flash you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> um, the driver's right. like fuck. Like. Okay, let's go hard in on Ferrari right now. Um, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> The so I think so the speeding the pit lane uh, obviously it's confirmed right Charles yes. like uh, dropped a position because of that 
I believe yeah, so. I said yes really confidently, yeah, and then yeah. I didn't check. Well, we know he got the five-second penalty. I just don't know. He is if, behind Alonzo. Alonzo finished fourth. Yeah. Fifth. Fifth. But, like, the gap to Alonzo was under five seconds, yeah. so he did hop yeah. him. Anyways, I think that's the... So, that's the blunder that's yes. going to make... Okay, conf- confirmation. That's the blunder that is going to make front-page headlines. What I think is more damning is... The 30-second conversations between fucking engineer and driver, both Carlos and Charles, constantly having to get a quiz from their, the head of the team to say, hey, so we think this, but what do you want to do? We it's could like, do this, this, and this. What do you think? And it's like, yeah. I'm going 300 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I need you to uh, shut Charles, the fuck up. Charles, uh, multiple choice for you here, pal. Like, it's, it's almost as if the drivers are being forced to take a test. Every 250 race. words in cursive, please, Carlos, yeah. or else you won't be racing next weekend. The difference between Ferrari and how they handle their strategy and like the difference between them and, say, Mercedes and Red Bull, who have... I think Red Bull has, has been the best strategist the, that F1 has seen in the past decade, but Mercedes is probably pretty close. The difference is Ferrari is so like... They're not confident in what they're doing, and then they end up asking their drivers, hey, what do you think? Whereas Mercedes and Red Bull will give their drivers orders and then will allow them to push back. Yeah, right? if the yeah. driver is so sure that they're like, exactly. no, like I'm not doing that, the team will go, okay. Yeah. But the problem, and uh, the commentators said this, but it's like Ferrari seems to have no confidence in its own ability mm. to manage the race for the drivers and the problem that they're going to keep running into is that the drivers keep being more and more willing to tell them to fuck off yeah but that's just <laughs> going to create more tension and the the pit wall is going to be asking more questions because they're going to be even less sure mm-hmm. right like this is not breeding um an environment where the team is going to be able to feel like we can just say something and they will do it and the drivers are right to not do it yeah it's like, a negative feedback loop yeah. that there is no way to fix Like, how do you fix it? Do you just get rid of the leadership? Well, that, well, that hasn't worked the last on, three times. On, honestly, though, like, it's it's everything. It's almost it's almost as if they need to gut everything and come back with a completely different mentality, right? Like, I don't I don't think because like Bonato, Bonato has already said we're not trying to win this year necessarily. Okay. Again, I, that's, I regret that's telling the, you to bring the, it so close because you're just br- like nose breathing into the mic now for the past two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the thing with. <laughs> the thing with uh, the thing with with Ferrari leadership is like, yeah, they moved on from Arriva Bene to Bonato, but I don't think that any there was any drastic like culture change. There was no drastic like mentality change, right? It was kind of just like one one like fucking mafia looking ass boss comes in <laughs> for uh, another, right? Like, I don't think they can change any. Like, they're they're locked in. Everybody talks about the Italian media and how they get. Tr- how they treat Ferrari. I I don't know how much there is to change other than by moving your factory to Britain (laughs) and just being like, we're not really the Italian team anymore. But doing like a Renault to Alpine thing, like you got to change your name, you know, like (laughs) it can't be Italian sounding. It's got to be like, it's got to be like, um, like Braun. Just be like, we're Braun GP. Just just Uh, drop the accent. They're Ferrari, not Ferrari. This is the Bonato team. <laughs> yeah. The, no, that's still really Italian, though. This is the... Oh, yeah. Who's the least Italian-sounding guy there? Well, Carlo, you can They've do like a Spanish They've got a few Spaniards, yeah. yeah. You can do a Spanish this, thing. <laughs> um, uh, um, va- uh, vamos racing. Vamos racing. Vamos. Yeah. Seriously. And then there's... You're just... You're kind of like... 
the door is open for a full culture change. <laughs> like you can like say that you're now with the uh, the Spanish government, but like realistically, <laughs> it's got like. You know, Ferrari is just like I mean, every single handshake has a thousand dollar bill in it. In the two thousands, though, when they were just like crushing, right? Like the shout, culture, shout out mixed dad. The culture worked then. Mix. I think the biggest culture problem they have is losing, and that's gonna sound kind of stupid, but it's like the culture that they have only works when they win. But for some reason, they're not prioritizing right. winning. Like they're like, Mattia Bonato has said multiple times this season they're not necessarily trying to win the championship if you're not doing that then why are you here and that mentality going down through the ladder is the thing that results in like weird pit stop timing decisions that means oh we're actually going to be behind alonzo now oh and then it's like was it an inconvenience until the penalty that you had to get back past him yeah but it's like you shouldn't be doing that yeah period and like, to your point like so w when when that happened when when um when Charles came out just ahead of Alonso and then got overtaken, we were all like, okay, well, that, that's a silly call, but he's going to get it back. Well, he had the penalty, and if they hadn't pit and had those, those fucking shenanigans in the, in the final two laps, like, it's an easy, like, he had, like, a fucking 15-second like, gap to Fernando, yeah. right? And so, even if it's just a sticky wheel, you lose one second in that yeah. pit stop, I don't know if he's able what, what to... Were they, what were they trying to accomplish? Do you think they were going for fastest lap? Yes. What else could they have possibly... I, I don't know, maybe they were sense. worried about... Degradation. It was a hundred percent fast lap. Well, consider when Lando was like, "Hey, man, this is really starting to suck," and they said, "Yeah, we're not doing the other plan anymore." Yeah. you can just say that. If Charles gets plan on the radio H. and goes, "Hey, this, <laughs> hey, this is really hard," they go, "Okay, well, we don't have time to do Plan G or whatever the fuck, with, so we're not doing it." With regard, just last thing on Ferrari overall, like the culture thing here, pride and entitlement doesn't look that bad when you're winning all the time. It looks fucking awful when you're struggling, right? And to me, they just have zero ability to look in the fucking mirror. Yeah. That, that's what it really is, right? Like, I'm sure they're making... They, it's easy for them to, like, want to improve the car uh, because that's just, like... That's just math. That's just like math and science, right? But when it comes to team culture and how they're uh, discussing things how, with their drivers during the race, uh, strategy... Um, the the way that they kind of analyze how other teams' races are going and 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 kind of like revert that back into their own strategy, like that shit's not math and science. That's like communication, uh, getting down to a, a purely like people. They need someone level. with a liberal yeah. arts degree. They need one person <laughs> with a liberal arts degree just in a, anything. They just need someone in there that's able to say like I fucked up, right? Like you're not true. allowed to do that. No, they're not. No, you're not. Um, what else happened? A lot of storylines. Um, uh, my favorite is uh, every once in a while, Williams just gets to get in there and have a point, and everybody's real where happy. Did, where about did the album finish? He 10th? was 10th. He was 10th. But man. large shout out to Mr. Alexander well, and also Alban. radio message that I just thought was interesting. After the race is over, he was like celebrating. He said, That was one of the best races I think I've ever done. Cool. And it's just like. Even better than the one where he went on one set of tires for the entire <laughs> race. Yeah. And I, I think. Like, you know, it's it's great to see Albon on the points because who isn't an Alex Albon fan, but also just like... It's, uh, Christian Horner. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a fan of anybody who... Helmet, helmet Marco. Yeah, Pierre but um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's nice to see that, and this is going to sound like needlessly like dunking on Williams, but they're just the team that appears to have adapted the least well. But it's nice that 
this time around, even the most lost looking team at times is still in there with something. Yeah. Like when the drivers are admitting, oh, we're faster on the straights because our car has no downforce by default, <laughs> and they're still able to bring something out of yeah. that and have some level of competence in the team that means that they can get results. That's just good for the sport. Mm-hmm. And and, he, and it was more exciting seeing if he was going to keep Lance back than most of what was happening by the end. Yeah, that midfield battle really kind of buoyed the race after lap 16 or something like that. I mean, it was so inevitable. Yeah, I, like, like, I, when Max, like, I don't know, broke out of the top 10 after yeah. lap two, it was the, kind of like, ah, oh, okay, this is Yeah, that charge through the over. field that was promised was... Like, we got it, and it was spectacular, but we got, like, the the best possible version of it for Max, which is, like, the worst possible version for viewers, because it's over so fast. Realistically, though, he won the race when he was able to escape um, post-safety car, right? Yeah. So, like, there's the escape on on lap one and two when everyone's bunched up, and then there's the safety car restart when, again, you get bunched Mm. up. Because what happens is, like, once you have a bit of clear air, and it's 1v1 up until, basically, uh, uh, Checo and Carlos... No one wants to fight him, right? Yeah. Like the amount of times that he blows by the someone, way. the amount of times that he blows by someone, and Crofty goes, "Oh, Sebastian Vettel won't want to fight that one." Like, yeah, that that to me is one of the major reasons why, when he's so far back, it's kind of like, all right, well, well, because the, those Podium drivers the worst he could do. recognize that they're like, well, I gain nothing. Yeah, but the, that's that's the problem, and it's a problem that we had with with Lewis too. But it's a problem where it's like, anytime any individual. Th- car or drivers too dominant you don't want them to be so good that other drivers are like why well, shouldn't even try mm-hmm. and we're we're uh, we're already there and that doesn't seem great what do you think was the third biggest headline um the third so biggest. we so we got max's victory ferrari and fucking shambles yet again uh, what do you think about the the sh- like purely just like lewis's race as, i was about to say lewis yeah. flying through the air yeah oof should have known he was there and uh, just as a reminder, what Lewis said afterwards was um, essentially he was in my blind spot, but it's my fault. Yeah. Like I didn't like essentially what he's saying is I didn't recognize I was that close to him, but it's clearly still my fault. I think he forgot was not- it was Alonzo next to him. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. This guy's going to keep fighting this. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think what it feels emblematic of aside from the fact that Alonzo would rather not finish a race and have Hamilton lose than finish a race and he have might Hamilton rather get die. anything. <laughs> I think I think if Fernando Alonso could end his life killing Lewis Hamilton, he might think about it. Dude, the amount <laughs> the amount of fucking bars that come out of Fernando's mouth during a race yeah. is incredible. Tell, you know how he, we keep, he's he's basically like a poet. Yeah. We keep talking about how Ferrari talk too much to their drivers. Alonso was the most talkative driver I've yeah. ever seen. Like he will. Did you be- see? Did you see that? Did you, yes. For now, we saw that. Yeah. This guy's being a fucking prick, and I'll tell you in. in I'll a, tell you exactly and I'm, why. I'm gonna rap about it. <laughs> what was it today? Fernando Alonso was beatboxing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What he said about Luz today was this guy doesn't know how to yeah. race, not from first. Yeah. Like yeah. that is that is. An absolute dagger. Yeah. It's also not true because we've seen him race <laughs> now from first. Like, it's like, look at Brazil. He doesn't race from the back. Yeah, but like, very true. I just think, look, if we're being honest, neither of those guys know how to race each other is the bottom line. I think Alonso is as likely to hit Hamilton and have not seen him than the other is. I th- yeah, I, but I, it, there's very few times that Fernando doesn't give the other driver all the time you have to leave the space. space. 
I will say seriously, like with Alcon, like I I've been on Fernando's side this entire year with like wheel to wheel racing. Every time he's gotten pissed off, he's always right. Like he's always he's with like with Yuki, with Alcon, with Lewis this year. Like it's it's been very much like Fernando is aggressive, but he is like his accuracy is like pinpoint perfect. Um, and say no, like uh, the perfect example of this was like how hard he hugged the curb with Lewis. Like mm-hmm. that was like Lewis basically took the racing line into that. And it was also like it ended up being actually kind of still close because that's how, how much room Fernando gave him there. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that Lewis that this tells us today. And I know like it, it's hard to say, had we seen the rest of the race, would Lewis have been about where George was? I think probably. Yeah. Like if we're just being realistic, yes. But I think what it says that he's making, I won't even call it mistakes, driving decisions like that is I think that the break did not give him a chance to get how, I don't even necessarily want to say bad the car is out of his head because George is still performing. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't think Lewis is... Pulling, like this is a get through the rest of this season and Lewis needs to reset and they need to make some adjustments and then Lewis can come back in more traditional Lewis form. But I I think what this says, and I'm not prepared to completely count him out because he's Lewis Hamilton and that would be stupid, but I don't think we're seeing like primo fucking vintage Lewis no, he much, needs if at all the rest of the year. Yeah, I think he feels defeated by the yeah. fact that the team hasn't been able to get the car where he'd like to see it and i think and i don't think this is a a detriment to say to about him but it's like after you win so consistently for that long of course this would be a difficult adjustment to make how dare you get mad at finishing fourth when yeah but it's like if you do nothing but win i don't blame him for being mad about finishing fourth like Mm -hmm. i'd be pissed and his back fucking hurts and his back fucking hurts because the car bounces around like no (laughs) other car came back for spa (laughs) did it yeah yeah, the car in, was bouncing in around practice a little bit. and in in quali, they were they were bouncing I pretty. Even the any, Ferrari was bouncing real hard. Interesting. I haven't seen any porpoising. I didn't in see like it in the, the race though. Races, yeah. Uh, grade that. Grade that race. Oh, it's tough because it seemed like it was going to be an A plus race no matter what, and then all of the things that were going to make it an A plus race, all of the top drivers being in the back of the field, it was pretty solved mm-hmm. by the. By the first half. It was too good, too early. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it was an A-plus race for five laps. Yeah. And then it was kind of just like a an, we, an, an average kind of like... We needed the top drivers running it back to take longer. Um, but it, it, it is weird because these regulations were supposed to bring the field so much closer together. And they did in the midfield. But these upper level vehicles... I don't know why I said vehicles. That was really weird. These top tier cars are so much better than the midfield that we're still not getting that more constant like, yeah. oh, like, let's just go with Alpine because they're usually just on the outside where it's like they're never in it the whole time. Right. Like, yeah, it, it, it's either like a really impressive qualifying session or a kind of like a race like today where there were some missteps from Ferrari and from Mercedes. Therefore, Fernando, who was having a great weekend, was able to fight for like fourth or fifth, right? But it's not, there's no podium. Dude, is is Lando still the only guy in the podium this year that's not from the top three teams? Yes. I didn't see that coming. 
I really like fucking you and me both. Fuck. Especially with the fucking reliability. Oh, I don't. I don't. Sorry, I don't mean. I don't mean like didn't see that coming from Lando. I mean, yeah. I don't. I didn't see only one driver from the uh, outside the top three being on the podium this far into the season. Like, especially with the the lack of reliability that there was at the start of the season for Ferrari and Red. Yeah, Bull. like you expected just. They they got such a better handle on that that you would have expected just by default yeah. that one of the Alpines would have ended up in a top three position by the end just because yeah. like Max and Charles were out or like Checo and Carlos well, were you'd, out. You'd think the Ferraris and Red Bulls would have come together this year. Yeah, totally. Have, have they at all? Um, no. Like maybe a tiny touch no, they here haven't. or there, but they, they haven't. They There's haven't. not there been, been a, there has been there yeah. have been zero collisions in like the top three. I, I kind of want to see one. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I really 100%. want, I want, I want everyone to be fine after, but I want some shit. <laughs> to happen. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I think it, it just feels like every single time that something has gone wrong with like even two top cars, let's say like in Bahrain, right? Uh, Max and Checo both out, but Mercedes had a great race that, that, um, yeah, uh, the problem right now is Mercedes is the only team that can reliably like pick up the scraps from that. Exactly. Um, and it's it's kind of it's almost as if like every time we've had someone fall down significantly down the order, or have to start at the back, it's just been way too easy for them to make their way back up to the the start. Yeah. Right? How much of that is the new rules and just you know it doesn't take you don't have so to much, set up yeah. a move over an entire lap exactly. And also it doesn't it doesn't. I think one of the biggest things actually is um, the new regulations. They enable close racing, but they also enable longevity. You're not burning your tires out to get past one fucking guy, right? It's it's like you don't have to burn so much battery and tire to move up a single position. Yeah, nothing proved that the new regs are absolutely perfect more than Silverstone, where oh we saw God. four drivers we, going at it for lap after lap yeah. after lap. Corey, we've done what an hour and a half total. We've talked a lot about, about Silverstone, Silverstone on like three different podcasts. Like it's it, it, it deserves a, it. Such a fucking incredible race. Um, any any honorable mentions that you want to talk about? Any any performances you saw today? And then we can move on to um, our evergreen uh, topic of the podcast. Pierre Gasly started. Yeah, where did that come? Randomly from? started in the pit line pit lane behind Yuki. Yeah. So last last place. Yeah. Where and where do you finish? Ninth. Ninth. I, I believe so. And I don't yeah. think the commentator said a single word about him. him. I didn't yeah. see him at all. He just was well, there. We saw Yuki pull a couple of moves, but I didn't see Pierre at all. Gaslios also ended, though, in no man's land because he was um, about 15 seconds back from Vettel, but he was 10 seconds clear of Alex. So let me. So like I, he was just in no man's land. I think they ended up. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you have the pit stops there? I think they took one fewer pit stop than everyone else. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I also think that was right because when they put Yuki in. Yeah. Pierre was ahead, and then when he looked at the lap count, he was already on tires that could probably go. Yeah. And that was around because when Daniel pit, he had to tell the team, I want to go longer because he was like, I don't see why we have to stop. So I think that they probably just kept Pierre out. Yeah, so honorable mention, like, just Alpha Tauri overall for being able to... Yeah, because get- Yuki, Yuki was only 13th, to yeah. be fair. Like, and they've been having... That's really impressive. They were like 17th, 18th last race or some shit. Well, like, the car sucks, right? The car's really bad. Having two of them start in the fucking pit lane and getting two points out of it is is really, really impressive. And it, it doesn't have the straight line speed that the Red Bull has. You, you'd think... Right. That's why I think a lot of the straight line speed from the Red Bull is is Adrian Newey. It's, the engine is Interesting. pretty okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty good, <laughs> but they're, in, they're 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 able to get 
the most out of it, yeah. right? Yeah. The only drivers that got lapped were both Haas cars and Nicholas Latifi. Dude, Haas and fucking no man's land the past. Um, Haas uh, has completely fallen off like the three fucking or four races. Yeah. yeah, Austria I think was the last time we saw like a good performance from a Haas. Yeah, because Mick 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 drove really really well. Yeah, but he was like seventh or something. They're basically the worst team now. Yeah, uh, short of like the the problem with comparing them to Williams is that Williams. I know Latifi had that good practice session once, and it was really funny, and it was great. But like Williams has one driver. Yeah. And, and he's pretty fucking good. And also, he's but then like, and Latifi's good. like spinning on like the second lap of the race and they're pitting him five times. And like, there is no benchmark for direct comparison to any team because no other second driver is doing that badly. Mm-hmm. I think, um, his career's over, by the way. I think he's done oh, after this God, year. Yeah. I think his career, I think his, how much money do you have to, how much money would he, he doesn't have bring to enough bring in to stay in F1 next year? Lance. <laughs> Oh, You'd so what, an, an entire team. team overhaul? <laughs> like, I seriously... Like, when you look who's on the market, like, just for the sake of the hypothetical, you think Daniel Ricciardo doesn't bring in sponsorship money? Yeah. You're fine. Or just, he, or just like, more fans. Dan, well, Danny Rick may as well be a pay driver. Not because he should be called a pay driver, but because of the amount again, of money I, I'd like and to American make, money yeah, he no, can bring in. Yeah, and I'm glad you true. mentioned that because I did give... Uh, I think Ricciardo could end up there. Part of my reason why is who's currently third in the f2 standings oh it's american driver and williams academy driver logan Sargent. yeah daniel ricardo they fucking love him over there yeah i think it would make a lot of sense because you're not going to have daniel i think competing right at the front and if williams wants to make a step into the midfield i think you want alex who can drag the car up and then daniel who can probably perform if you improve the car over the off season yeah he's an american magnet you've got american drivers in your system He's going to bring in money. Latifi's garbage. Like, Folks, you do not get this type of analysis from WTF1 <laughs> unless Tommy's on the podcast. That was a very good point there, Corey. Yeah. Um, oh, also... That's like my fourth time talking about Logan Sargent on this fucking I, I podcast. Would, I know, I know. It's, <laughs> I, I forgot that Gregory listens to this podcast like more than we are on the podcast. Oh, I've listened to a couple twice. That, yeah, you've genuinely so, heard so, it more than we have. I, I, my mind was just like, oh, we're talking about previous podcasts and like, you know, things that we've done like without him. Uh, he's probably like lost right now. He's and more aware of it. That he is the, 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 the strat two expert. <laughs> uh, any, anything else? Anything else to wrap up on, um, on this race? Uh, I, can I give a shout out to the... I, we talked about like shitty camera angles. We talked about, you know, that decision to have... Um, the fight between Charles and Fernando oh, in God. the uh, picture in picture on the side on the leaderboard was awful. But I will say, I actually think the TV direction was the best it has been this season. Yeah, just a low bar, but yeah, it was definitely better. <laughs> I thought I thought they actually like killed the first seventy five percent of the race, and then they that we have got to get rid of this whole follow the fucking leader on the final lap. Like I, I don't, I'm the biggest Max fanboy yeah. and Red Bull fanboy in the world. Could not care any less. Who like? Why? I have no idea. I understand if you want to cut to him finish crossing the finish picture line. Picture in picture. Just yeah. put it in the tiny yeah. box on the side. Like the fact also, that we had to watch Leclerc make that move, and I know it was a DRS pass, but like uh, through a Rouge and Radion down yeah. the straight in the little box yeah. is ridiculous. I I don't know why they haven't found an alternative to that either. Right? Why can't the picture in picture be bigger than 
like I, I don't know if you're watching on a on a on the a decent sized TV that we have, it's probably the size of a fucking cell phone on on like a large screen TV. It's so small. Why can't they go half and half? I don't know. Maybe there's like I genuinely wonder if there's like sponsor reasons why they can't like chop up the picture in Do certain you think ways. It's like a they've they've agreed to show the leader like the final like half of the lap or something like. Oh, that? maybe I hadn't even that's, considered it that that's... way, but. I don't yeah, think you, so because that wouldn't the the sponsors you're pleasing at that point would be different every time. One of the points on this I've I've heard before is that if you're Merck during Merck dominance or Red Bull now, you'd be pretty pissed if your drivers fuck off into the distance and then you don't get any camera time. Yeah. That is true. <sighs> but then again, you screw still, them. You still get the fucking podium, you still get uh, you know when they it, uh, inevitably qualify properly, right? The start of the race where Crofty's talking about them pulling away and shit. The pit stops are pretty important as well. But you are right. Like we didn't really like after lap fifteen, we didn't really see that much of Max. We no. saw a bunch of the the train in the midfield. Yeah, great um, train though. And before I think before like before during Lewis domination, there wasn't a lot of midfield fight. Therefore they ended up just like defaulting, defaulting to to show the leader to like, look how fast Lewis is going. And a lot of the time it would be like, okay, what can Valtteri do here to to get back in the fight? Or yeah. Like what can Valtteri do to either get back into the top two, top three, or how can he make throw throw a pick for like Verstappen? Yeah, that is very true. Um, I will. I do have one line. This was from before the race, but it goes to something that I said, which is, uh, Pierre Gasly said, uh, when I saw how fast Max is, it occurred to me that he should be penalized every race and always start from the back so much he would win anyway. Okay. This is exactly what I wanted to bring up. Let's get into this discussion because you said something fucking brilliant uh, midway through the race, right? Uh, yeah. About uh, something like a, a, a purely Max Verstappen. Uh, based regulation something that hampers him and not every single other car yeah should max verstappen get drs <laughs> i'm not convinced do you think he wins that race without drs i do it's i think of, he wins it pretty easily i think i think um giving drs to the entire field is kind of like um forgiving student loans for everyone including the elites <laughs> <laughs> like why should Max Verstappen get 10k taken off his student loans? No, just do a do it reverse so the the top drivers only get to use DRS 5 10 oh, times. So Everybody is, else gets more. This is actually down. a really interesting conversation because this has been brought up kind of recently. The the discussion around DRS was kind of stupid for the first like bit of the season when the cars were so good that people were like, do we need DRS anymore? No shit you fucking need DRS. Dude, uh, look at the McLaren, right? Like, the you, McLaren think that, straight you think line that car speed, without yeah, DRS yeah. is able to pass anyone? Like, no, they can't even do it with DRS, And right? then different tracks, like Spain, Absolutely. you need it there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and uh, at tracks that where there's zero overtaking, you need it to create some sort of artificial uh, like idea that there could be an overtake, right? Like, <laughs> Singapore without DRS is just Monaco, right? Um, Pretty as hell, though. But where... You, you bring up a really good point about like, should we just give them like, okay, they pick the lap. They get, they get like an allotment of DRS, right? So that could either be, you can choose at the start of like 10 laps, 
you say like these are the lap, that's the lap that I want to use DRS on, right? I, I regret to inform you this is something Formula E already does. Right, I, I'm sure they're always, they're because they're always ahead of the curve, but they do the dumbest. They just try everything. Yeah, what right. you're what Blind you're describing, yeah. what you're describing essentially is attack mode, where the only difference though, and the thing that you wouldn't like about it is that you have to take a slower line through a corner yeah. to activate it, that and then you get X amount of time with the bonus. The problem is it would never work in F1. For two reasons. Uh, one, they don't go to enough street uh, courses. Yeah, Formula E has and, built around it intentionally. And two, they're too fast. Yeah. So taking the proper line is way too um, important to them than getting a speed boost to take the improper line. Yeah, it however, just wouldn't be worth it. I think the middle ground is there's an argument to be made where DRS is something you can use X number of times, but anywhere you want. Yeah. Like, oh, Wait, like, oh yeah, I what don't, about like through cops and maggots and beckets? Well, but here's the thing, because I think the th if the thing you're trying to eliminate, you lose the back end so quickly. Yeah. If the thing <laughs> if you're trying die, to eliminate die. is DRS trains, yeah, those only happen because everybody has to use DRS at the same time. Exa right. You're totally so right. if you were like everybody has X amount of time, you can use DRS. You can activate it the same way with the button on the wheel, but you can use it wherever you want. Or I would say maybe you'd have to have a couple spots on the track where you don't want a driver to try it because it's probably too dangerous. But like, yeah, you'd have through, a few Ericsons when people yeah, forget to turn it off. Through much more of the track, you should be able to use it. That's going to be the thing that gets rid of DRS trains. Or it becomes something kind of like harvesting for power, right? Like you have to go one full lap without it to get it. Something like that, you know? Right, like if you're right behind somebody, you have you, to wait that lap. You got to give something to get it. Right. By the way, F1, bring back the battery on the screen. I want to know how much battery yeah. Max and Lewis and all these people have back in the Kurs days. Yeah. It would be nice oh. to see that just because sometimes you see a move done that is like so much over speed that you're like, surely they dumped their battery on that. Right. But then you're like, we'll never know. But yeah, now I want to see it. I, I, like, see I wouldn't it. mind being able to track it because then like later in the race, you could be like, did he use his battery too much? Like, does he have time to like harvest it back up and then try to use it again? Right. Um, okay, I think we're done here, right? We're moving on? Sure. Any final, you know, housekeeping, honorable, final honorable mentions? We've mentioned like fucking 17 of them. Honestly, uh, I, I'd like to have a dishonorable, a couple of dishonorable mentions. Uh, Checo and, and Carlos should have, like one of them should have won that race. Uh, they, I, they were never going to, but like one of them should have won that race. Like that is fucking embarrassing. I don't blame Checo for being like, how do you feel about that in the interview with the race and going, I mean, eh. Tough. Yeah. Like I don't feel like Dude, you Max, can't feel good about it. Max drove like six more laps on the softs than you did the, to start the fucking race on the mediums. Yeah. And he was working his way through the fucking field on those softs. Yeah. Like that is a significant indictment on Checo. Red Bull's biggest boon right now is they found max a teammate who will be like well that sucked okay at least i'm here <laughs> like <laughs> which kind of like have has like since ricardo you know albon and gasly were, were kind of like that it's just they weren't as happy with their own performances yeah like, i don't think they were like that to were, the same extent though because i think checo is content more mm -hmm. i think he's maybe gradually becoming less content uh because that's got to feel like you're getting kicked in the face over and over again but like albon or Gasly, I feel like, were both... They wanted more out of it, but the team also wanted more out of them. For sure. But now they've got a guy where it's like, we're getting enough out of him, and he doesn't seem to care. Checo is Valtteri. 
Yes. Like, that's just that's just who he is. Yeah, well, and that's why it's funny to hear Valtteri go, like, oh, the midfield is fun because, like, stuff happens. <laughs> and, like, yeah. you pass people that's, sometimes. That's, that's clearly a guy who, what, who now looking back on it was like, yeah, it was nice to win a few, but I'm not the greatest of all time. I'm just here to have fun. No, that's a guy who probably recognized, like, should I have won a driver's championship? Realistically, even with that card, no. Let's be honest. <laughs> but good run, and now I'm having fun well, with the boys. He was fourth in a couple years. Yeah, when he Ferrari was fourth and when yeah, third, right. I don't, I when don't Vettel, think he ever came second. Yeah, when Vettel Leclerc was on it, Valtteri. Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't he did. Oh, did he? He did. Okay. But um, there were a couple uh, years where 2020 he went. He was uh, he was second. There were a couple years though when Ferrari was actually making like Vettel have a chance, mm-hmm. where you know, yeah, Bottas was just sort of present in another car. Um, but uh, I do want to give one kind of shout out to Lance because I feel like we talked about Lance a lot. Lance a lot. We Lance talked Lance. about Lance a lot. Lance a lot. Uh, and, you know, considering that neither of their drivers know how to qualify, um, they always seem to show up in the race, even just with a shot at the points. Like they, they well, they were both of them were like the reason why the midfield was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, it was them and Alex, and that was basically it. And Vettel chucked Lance off the track right at the start. Yeah, Vettel's just here to fuck around, like turn four or something like that. Sorry, I'm just trying to confirm. Um, how many times Valtteri Bottas finished in second place? Uh, it's not worth it. Okay. I'll look it up. We the, Actually, this... um, the, the first... Are we going to add like an hour in right now? How much time are we right now? Probably been an hour. Uh, 56 minutes. So the first hour of this podcast actually was like somewhat impromptu. Um, we didn't think that we were actually going to get together to watch a race and it be that good to discuss it and then um, start with that on the pod because... We're actually supposed to do kind of an evergreen um, topic. And this was <clears throat> uh, thought up of by Gregory. Um, do we even introduce who he is? He's my brother. Uh, it's worth mentioning. I've actually... I've been mentioned before. Uh, yeah, he has been mentioned okay, on the Okay, fair enough. But just in case people haven't put it together right <laughs> just, now. I mean, we just... Obviously, he's just a, an F1 enthusiast. He's like we, br- we do, We bring F1 enthusiasts onto this podcast. And, and then also our drunk friends that don't care about F1. Um... <laughs> And the idea that he brought up was uh, during the drive to survive era, what are your top 15, 20, 10, whatever? I think he's, I think he's who written deserves down 20. to be on the grid. You got 20 drivers okay, that's, that's who even should better. be there. Yeah. That's right, even, we that's talked even about better. This a couple weeks ago. What? I said, I said, right. We talked about this a couple yeah. weeks ago when he first brought it up. So yeah. we thought we were going to do each of us does a list. That would just be fucking chaotic. So Gregory has written up his who deserves to be on the grid. During the drive to survive era, the past what is it five years, and he's going to give. We're going to run from twenty to one. He was second twice and third twice, Bottas. Oh, I lied about him being fourth. Sorry about that. Um, he was also fifth once, though. I think that's the one you were thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in twenty eighteen, he was fifth, but that was the year yeah. that Seb and Leclerc. That was Leclerc's first year at Ferrari. That was the it? year when Ferrari was cheating. That was the year when Ferrari was cheating. What were they doing again? Uh, fuel pump, they, I believe. There, there's a there's a piece of the car that measures how much fuel goes through. The sensor the wasn't working correctly. It, well, it it senses how much is going through every like half second or whatever. Yeah. So they would slow it down for when the sensor was sensing, and then every other time oh. they'd be chucking. A that's bunch. how they were cheating. No. Yeah. yeah. That's what they were doing. So the engine was getting extra fuel when the sensor wasn't on. What was their That's penalty? not what a loophole. Well, that's cheating. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's just. I don't even remember what their penalty was. I don't think they had just stopped doing it. But also that for, was their for what it's worth. Fuck, that was the that's penalty. That's hilarious. Um, it's funny because like that's the, that's kind of the exact same. 
penalty that Mercedes gets for just like quality innovation. Like just Das, good, yeah. das <laughs> yeah. hey, cut that shit out. Yeah, Das is cool, but we're not doing <laughs> yeah. this. Oh, by the way, it was legal. Now it's illegal. We um, changed the rules. You can't also, do it anymore. I just think it's worth mentioning. So Valtteri was second in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. So like maybe the least threatened Mercedes has ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, 2020 Ma- was... Max had to drive his fucking balls off in 2020 to, at one point, actually people were like, is he kind of in the championship? And then Mercedes was like, nah. <laughs> no. So we're going to go... Do you want to go 20 to 1, by the way? I don't want to yeah. see this, so like hold it. Yeah. Um, 20 to 1 or 1 to 20? Which one? Which way is... Sorry, 20 I think to 20 one. to 1. Yeah. Okay, Lowest 20 to, to 1. Highest. Well, we, so, we know what 1 and 2 are going to be. It's just the order that exactly. may surprise. <laughs> <so much. laughs> um, okay, so yeah, you just give us and we'll just discuss. So number 20. Well, I had three people at number 20. Okay. And I'm what just going to go with list? my heart. <laughs> I'm just going to go with my heart. Okay. Lance Stroll. All right. Guy can drive a car. Sometimes he just forgets to actually do that. Extremely inconsistent. Yeah. Has moments of... Are you one of the best on the grid? If Lance was consistent, I genuinely believe he could be top. I think eight is totally yeah. fair. He, he yeah. is either top five on the grid or bottom two. There is no in between. It is crazy to me. How many, like, how many, how, like, you know how F1 does these either, um, you know, quick, like 30 second remember when on like Instagram or they actually do deep dives on YouTube to say, you know, uh, the 1971 Hungarian Grand Prix and they do like a full deep dive on it for a shitty midfield driver. Lance Stroll has so many of those Azerbaijan in 2017. Um, he had another podium in Germany. Uh, he had the podium, the the, the, the wet one in, um, well, the double, the double podium finish for, um, uh, 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 racing point when Checo won, right? He was on that podium oh, yeah. with with, uh, Esteban. with Esteban, and then he right? was, wow, and was... then the fucking pole position in Turkey. Like, yeah. he was he was leading then, that race. He drove away from Checo. Yeah. I watched that yeah. race and the last tires just week. Fucked him. Yeah, yeah, and well, the team decision to switch the tires yeah. too. He was yeah. saying, "Nah, we shouldn't do that." And then they and they actually him. maybe Lance my... could be a race winner if a couple Absolutely. different things went differently. Oh, yeah. Maybe my favorite ever front. Uh, 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 front row with Lewis in Italy in his first ever year in a Williams. Yeah. Remember the wet qualifying at Monza? Oh, yeah. So, like, this well, guy... that season, or maybe it was the season after, it gets pipped on the line by Bottas on the Azerbaijan podium. Oh, that podium. was so rough. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's what I meant. That, like, well, oh, I, I, he sorry, got That was me. the first one I mentioned. Okay, 2017 yeah. or 2018 Azerbaijan. Yeah. But it is fucking remarkable how many five-star performances mm-hmm. this guy has had and how many zero stars? And then he'll follow it there's, up with a zero. There's not a lot in between. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I, th- I, I think he deserves to be there. What do you Who think? Who else did you have as 20th, though? That Mick, feels relevant. Mick and Giovinazzi. Oh, no, Lance It was is there. Pretty, Lance, pretty slim of, pickings. Of those three, yeah, I think yeah. it's Lance. Yeah, Lance Everybody below that is just pure pay driver. Okay. Uh, so, like, uh, Brendan Hartley. <laughs> Fucking, he I wasn't did, pay, I didn't but, like, even put him shitty on kind of, yeah. I didn't even write his name yeah. down. Granted, he had uh, some of the worst luck we've probably ever seen. Yeah. Like, Honestly, what I'm thinking right now is Lance might be too low, but moving on. Uh, I think you're forgetting how many people, how many good drivers okay. there are. Okay, you you uh, name uh, the, the, the number 19. Corey, you give your opinion, and I'm going to go tell the dog to shut up. <laughs> Sounds good. Actually, there's a pizza in the oven. <laughs> there's a, never mind. <laughs> Nico, as Danny Ricardo would say it, Hulkenberg. I'm number kinda, 19. 
He's solid. I'm kind of over him, though. And I don't know if that's really like a reasonable opinion for me to have. Just I'm over it. Um, Who's this? Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg? Okay. I think Lance should be above Hulkenberg. I think Hulkenberg, I think Hulkenberg were all still sort of like riding the high of when he came back and then qualified third. Like um, honestly, in a car he hadn't driven. I think everybody is thinking of that and not every other season he raced full time where he never did anything that mattered. Like he he was winning in Brazil in the the, wet or something like that. He He had his chance. He's had it and it's gone now. And like, I'm okay with that. If Lance was the same skill and consistency as Hulkenberg, I think, and he did, sorry, if Lance didn't have his dad, like, I think he would have been gone a while ago too. Yeah. yeah. Or, or never would have made it. Although he friggin' won F2. People like to forget that. Is Nico Hulkenberg the greatest driver of all time if he had Lance Stroll's luck? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, moving on. Number 18. Number 18. On skill and pace, he's higher, but his name is Roman Grosjean. Interesting. This and he deserves fine. to possibly be off this list for Spain 2018. Grosjean is such a, a lovely American bounce back, though. I think he's okay. But, but this is, is your time in F1. If, if, if he didn't burst into flames, and like, that was like, that's an insane thing. Like, he's got kids. That must have been absolutely terrible. Obviously, it was terrifying. He was engulfed in flames for almost a minute. But if that didn't happen to him, I think a lot of people would hate him a Kick lot him more. Kick him to the curb, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it I was his fault, right. too. He drove into Kvyat. Oh, it was, it, was the, it was the worst move of his fucking career. Nope, Spain 2018. Sure, right. Off the track, and he smokescreened and, and, and tried to murder, like, three people. Yeah. <laughs> It's so bad. Drove backwards into a bunch of yeah, fucking cars. Oh, I'm driving a real rear wheel car. Yeah. I wonder what will happen if I hit the gas right now. All right. Okay. I, we're, we're, we're creating a bit of a baseline here. I like it. Okay. Number 17. Uh, Magnuson. I got Magnuson, Magnuson. Just above Grosjean. Suck, just on consistency. Suck my balls, Kevin. Kevin, suck my balls, Magnuson. Are also does a lot that? of stupid what? things. Are you going to bleep that? No. Why would he, I By the way, that? anyone that is uh, not an F1 person that is like... He uh, said that listening to, a to this. Guy. That, I, yeah, he, uh, Kevin Magnuson said that. It wasn't me. Those, those were his words. It's just quote. Yeah. Um, I think another driver, kind of, honestly, a little bit like Nico Hulkenberg esque, where he never got the most out of his talent. Yeah. He was always known as one of the best defenders on the grid, but we never got to see it because he was last. Yeah, but he, yeah, you're right. He was never defending for like shit that mattered. An important position. Um, and I think that. If Haas was a little more competent those years, maybe we could have seen a little bit more out of Grosjean and if, Magnussen. But if Grosjean and Magnussen were a bit more competent at not that's true. driving into each yeah, other. Yeah, they had a lot of this um, Force India energy, right? Yeah. Just yeah. like constantly trying to drive your fucking teammate off the like, track. People say Mick is costing the team a lot of money. And he is. Remember back in the day. <laughs> oh, and, and, and he for sure is. Back in the day, there were almost yeah. two Micks on that team. Like they yeah. were. It is crazy to me. I know we're going to bring them up for sure um but it is fucking crazy to me how um what's the word how vindicated sergio perez has been because esteban Ancon's antics have continued on past force india right it used to be when they would talk about that era of them like just like it's, it's as if they had fucking magnets in their car right they were just constantly crashing into each other on first laps when they qualified pretty fucking well and it was always like, ah, uh, 
pick a side, but like it kind of, it's kind of a little, a little down the middle, but they would like ev- eviscerate each other in the media. And now it's like, oh, that was Esteban. Like, that was totally Esteban. Yeah, it, it also was not tr- doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it was clearly It also Esteban. helps that, yeah, Perez chilled the hell out and he realized, I need to bring this car across the line. That's really yeah, it. For sure. For sure. Um, 16 now? Yep. Okay, number 16. We got, we got a lot of Red Bull okay. juniors, ex-Red Bull juniors, right, I guess. I think I know who here. this is. We'll say it on three. One, One two, three. Kvyat. Pierre Gasly. What? Kvyat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Corey seems mad about this. High highs, low lows. Very true. Um, I can think of one high high, and it was mostly the weather's fault. Yeah, Germany, right? Yeah, yeah. I he was up there a lot. He was fast. Yeah, maybe I just missed the but he Kvyat years where he was up there. But, but maybe like, I'm letting my dislike, let's say, of Grosjean fog my judgment here. Okay, so wait, <laughs> g- give me give me one second here. Is this? their performance during DTS or the performance of all time because performance the, during DTS during DTS just during DTS because if it was all time I, I would have said like Kvyat deserves to be there during DTS I, I disagree yeah no um get him out of there I don't have much to fight back against this <laughs> I yeah. just kind of lo- if if you know what I like about F1 I like me some Kvyat <laughs> I like me some crazy definitely the guy who has been cucked the most on the grid <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> he's suffered enough. Let he it truly has. Oh, you Max take his, drives your car. You t- he you t- took your wife. He took your kid. He taught your kid how to swim. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that's rough. Um, um, and, and he shouldn't be number sixteen on this list either. Yeah. Also, and also, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tonio Giovinazzi now, deserves wait, to be in that. Where should this. he be though? Where should he be? I don't think he uh, needs to be on tw- it at all. Uh, 20, so you think, I'd say twenty. You think Stroll is better than Kvyat? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think. Like, oh yeah. Like, like man-to-man combat, like sure, I'm taking, I, maybe I'm taking like Kvyat's skill, mm-hmm. but I think like it, this is also portfolio and like Lance's resume, he has more accomplishments than Kvyat. Yeah. Because like, Lance was never in a car like Kvyat was, right? Like or if we're talking overall yeah, career, true. like Lance never drove for a guaranteed number three car, right? Mm-hmm. So Kvyat's I, I, expectations were also higher is the main thing that we're getting at for here. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, anyways, um, yeah, so that's the first one we disagree with. But I think that if we move Lance up a couple positions and put Kvyat 20th, I'm happy. Number 15. I can't believe you guys are so high on Lance. I thought that was I thought I was going to get I laughed just, out of the room. To, to me, it's like... When I, the way I look at this is, is all, it's not just like skill. It's not just talent. It's not just like potential. It's also like, have you given me fun memories? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like it, it, the sport's also about entertainment and also about like bringing excitement to your team. There's always, even though Lance sucks, there's always that like, oh, but like, what other driver backs his fucking ass ac- uh, 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 accidentally into a fucking podium position? Like, he has had so many pedestrian performances where it's just like, oh shit, where'd he come yeah. from? And they just ended up getting the strategy right. Right or like he drove tires for fucking like an hour and a half, and then there was a safety car with five laps to go, and he's just like, I could probably just stay here, <laughs> right? Anyways, okay, uh, number where are we? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, Fifteen. It's another Red Bull driver. Okay, he. This guy could Is be it not Pierre Gasly. That's the thing. This guy could be top ten. Yeah. I love him, and he can drive like a motherfucker. Some of the battles he's had, like I watched a ton of races yeah. in the last couple of weeks to do this. 
he drives so well. He's so accurate. I watched him hit apexes to the millimeter, yeah. like turn after turn after turn. Alex Albon. Alex Albon. It, he, wow. He could be so much higher. I'm sorry. What place is he at? 15. Wrong. 15. He could, higher. I, see, <laughs> okay. And, and, now I, I'm and putting, I agree with that. Your, no, I'm going to be on your side But I don't also. Yeah, but I do, but I don't. What, tell me what he's done. What has he done? So, oh, two podiums? Yeah, but Red that, Bull? that could be four. That could, could be four. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. No, Lewis, so, Lewis had the right to take those away from him. <laughs> I disagree. So, here's the thing where I'm going to run up against... And this is going to sound silly, but hear me out. I'm going to run up against the on-paper results. And I know that's like, well, that's what we're talking about. But I Yeah, the think, eye test matters. I think if you look at... First of all, the way he's recovered from having a year off in a car that's bad. Yeah. Yes. That is speaking a lot to the talent that he admittedly left on the table when he was at Red Bull. And I also think he got put into that Red Bull because of the stuff that he was showing at Toro Rosso initially in the first place. And I think that sandwich of like the important years, did he crack under the pressure? Evidently, that's obvious. But I think everything around that speaks enough to a quality that feels like we're starting to get it now. It looks less glamorous because it's not going to be podiums, but it's there. And I- he, he was Checo-like in his distance to max kind of by the end of his time at Red Bull like he got up there yeah it's difficult for me because like Checo's won like three races with Red Bull right it's difficult for to, to for yeah me. the car was so much better though Checo's Red Bull versus Albon's Red Bull yeah um it was, I think Albon was still in a car that was the second best like were they kind of like ahead of Ferrari yeah, I'll give, yeah. um they weren't fighting they were fighting a, a a car that was far better in first place than like the Red Bull was this year. Oh, sorry, or the Ferrari is this year and the Mercedes was last year. Like it's a lot closer, obviously now with Checo in that car. But still, like the opportunities were there, in my opinion, for Albon to have a bunch of podiums, and he just like like threw it away. I will say this though, I think I think you might be right in this positioning because like I, I'm saying like he could be like further down, um, but I think I think he deserves to be this high because. If we were doing this podcast when Alex Albon was driving for Red Bull, I'd call him a wimp every fucking race. He has shown so much grit coming back after basically just being embarrassed um, and and like a stinking albatross around his neck for, for two years um, after what happened at Red Bull. The way he has come back and fought in this car is so commendable. Like, it is, it's so, so impressive. He's making the most of very little, but that does beg the question of why didn't you make the most of a lot? <laughs> yeah, like. very true. <laughs> uh, number 14. Oh, phone turned off. Oh, it's Gasly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> three Red Bull drivers back yeah, three to back around. to back. And again, and again. Only 13. Yeah. Nine, four, no, nine, 14. Both 14. Only 14. Both Gasly and Albon I was making arguments in my head for them to be in the top 10. Yeah. And here's really the, here, in like inconsistent, not necessarily in their driving, but just in your ability to rate them. Mm-hmm. Like how do you rate Gasly's failure at Red Bull versus his absolute dominance? I'm going to be honest. Torosso? I don't think about Gasly's failure at Red Bull ever. Beca- but I, but I, <laughs> I really but I don't. Think it's a good but way I think to it's live. deserved <laughs> because he's been so good with yeah. Toro Rosso and Alpha Tower. Again, he was so consistent last year and the year before that we started just putting a five in his name because he was the best out of everybody else except for the people right at the very front. Let me let me say one of the reasons why 
I think he should definitely be higher is because I know fucking Kimi Raikkonen is coming up. Like I know yeah, for a fact yeah. he's higher than Pierre Gasly, and, and, and that angers me. I was trying my hardest to put Kimi as high up as I could because I knew you guys. You know, <laughs> I, I think I think Gasly is easily a top ten driver. I've heard enough of this Kimi slander yeah. on this podcast. I agree. Yeah. I agree. These listen, Gregory. Yeah, he's had he's had a pretty rough year this year. Yeah, Gasly, well, like what has he done this year? Other than you know the, the race we just this, watched. This is, the, this is the regulations in the car. I think. I'm willing to yeah, def- I'm willing to I, I think defer so to well. that and just be like he's kind of being fucked around because like Yuki was also on an upward trajectory that has stopped. Does that like that he didn't just suddenly forget yeah. how to drive? Like it's just the car's bad. Fucking Kimi Raikkonen. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think guys just should be top ten. I think. Um, yeah. I think he's got to be. He gets the most out There's of that car. So many every people in the top, like. We'll get there. Look, Red Bull saw something in Gasly and Albon both, and I think we're just starting to see it later than Red Bull would have wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. All right. 13. Don't. The Kimster. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, put him below at least yep. those two. So, <laughs> so Fuck this guy. He, fuck this guy. First of all, Giovinazzi is not a horrible driver. He is. He is a. He did not look out of place in he, F1. He knows how to turn the wheel. He was an F1 driver, <laughs> and that's for, he was one of the F1 drivers of all time. People are saying this. Yeah, <laughs> he was one this. of the F1 drivers. And yeah. Kimi wiped the absolute floor with him while not giving a single shit, which he did his whole career. But yeah, here's goes. the thing. So this is. Is this during DTS or all time? Just remind me. No, this Just is during DTS. DTS. But well, he, you can bring he didn't up- win a championship during DTS, did he? <laughs> <laughs> um, Only two people did on this uh, list. That's true. Um, next, 12, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> um, <laughs> 11, I, Lewis listen, Hamilton, what? <laughs> I, first of all, I think that like Kimmy showed not just at... Um, uh, Alfa Romeo, but also with Ferrari, that he didn't give a shit many fucking times, which... To me, like that's just—it's like you're allowed to not give a shit, but it doesn't endear me to you at all, for sure. And, and on, then, and on top of that too, like I know this has nothing to do with how he drives the car, but he just fucking pisses me off with how goddamn grumpy he is all the time and how he treats people. Like, I, I, I despise the man. I truly do. If that poor Mintu. If Kim, <laughs> poor Mintu. She's if, also got to deal with the fucking allegations and shit. If. If Kimmy had you know, Seb's... Hold on one second. Yeah. Corey gave me a look for that. The what? Uh, Kimmy had a sexual assault allegation um, oh, in, mon- in Montreal. I didn't know Good, that. now I get to hate him even more. I, I, I think it was like he was at a bar and, and oh, I like grabbed someone or something like that. But I, it got thrown out. Um, they never even um, they never even like went to court or anything. But there was someone... Um, someone did like file a pr- police report. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, anyway, my biggest complaint with Kimmy Räikkönen that aside (laughs) obviously obviously, um is i've never once seen him care about the fact that he gets to be doing what he's doing and i think that that should have an impact on how well you are considered against your contemporaries who treat being there like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to them and then you just sort of like yeah, yeah i show up i drive the car whatever or just like anytime he's ever thought like i'm 
content to see drivers like supersede their team or whatever but it's like does he have to do it and be a prick like just like shut yeah. the fuck up i know what i'm doing like fuck off it's like he would rather just get in the car and no one else was there and he could just fucking drive in circles and he would get the same satisfaction of showing up on a race weekend and doing a race and i've also never seen any of the results to back up his fucking attitude the thing that pisses me off watching. about like the 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 way that um the culture treats kimmy the f1 overall fandom treats him People love him, right? So they have like they bring this little kid to meet him or whatever, and he, you know, Kimmy goes like, "So you like F one?" And like, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's so adorable!" How he took the time for this kid, and it's like, "Oh, bare minimum, sick bars, super low." Like this guy's a dick. Get, kick he him doesn't out. care kick about the sport. He doesn't care about that fucking kid. No. Like I'm hearing a lot of complaints about Kimmy the person, <laughs> not hearing a lot well, of complaints about Kimmy the driver. Well, here's what I here's what I said. I. If we're talking about DTS window, I, I can't think of anything from the last couple of years that I go, man, yeah. Kimmy went crazy. That yeah, race. He was in Ferrari for two years at DTS, though. Yeah. Right. And yeah, he was and like he, five was, seconds behind Seb yeah, and every was, race. He was super underwhelming. Yeah. Com- compared to Seb. Yeah, like, Seb was great at Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but like he, but that, yeah, Kimmy wasn't saying, actually though. that far behind Seb. He but out-qualified he, but he, but he him won, but he won one, every once he won in a while. Race. He won a single race, right? Austin 2018 or something like that. That goes against my this point. Is, so this, is like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like... This is like... Erase that from the record, Corey. <laughs> this is sort of like... And only in these years, because obviously he won a championship, but this is like if Alex Albon was also an asshole. <laughs> Where it's just like... <laughs> it's just like, I can't buy that. I can't yeah. let that one go. I'm totally allowing myself to be biased against this guy. Yeah, like, same. Now, sorry. Kick him out. Kick him out of the league. <laughs> Who's next? Number 12, I believe. Esteban. Esteban Alcon. I think I think twelve is great. I I, I like twelve as well. <laughs> I think he's the same as Grosjean except better. Yeah, Esteban's got talent. Let me let me ask you this, Corey. Yeah, Esteban or Pierre? Oh. I, I say Pierre. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so if Gregory? if Pierre oh, were just... ahead of Esteban, I'd be fine with this twelve. You know, it's yeah, it's we, it's hard to compare people. They've never driven in the same team. They to be very know. fair, we are getting into the category. Uh, that that um, this is hair that is before the all time greats. That is like hitters only. Like yeah. these are these are all good great. drivers only. Yeah, yeah. Kimi Raikkonen aside, these are all great drivers. <laughs> uh, I Alcon like what can what can you say? I think he has great one v one racing and also long stint. Yeah, uh, he, he's, he's also, also won a Grand Prix. He's good under pressure. Yeah. Oh, get out of here! What? He won. Who cares? Hey, does no. Pierre Gasly not have a victory as well? Is that does? I don't think it matters. Okay. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, you've teed me up for something that I complain about all the time, and I can't wait to complain about it again. You race the race that happens in real life. People love to be like, oh, well, like, if, if Lewis didn't crash or Max didn't DNF, none of it fucking matters yeah. because they if, did. If my grandmother had wheels, she would be a bike. <laughs> so, so for me, it's like, yeah, Esteban won a race, and who did he fight off? Sebastian Vettel in an Aston Martin. Sebastian fucking Vettel, though. Come on, in an Aston Martin. For that, I, I get it. We're we're it's it's we're, we're talking about the That's talent the of, of fucking of, deserves. We're it. talking about the talent of individual drivers, but like that race is incredible because the team. Like Fernando, like fighting yeah, like a exactly. lion for his boy. But that, to me, that's just like an even more memorable kind of like ah, you deserve it because it's also you still have to build rapport with your teammate and like he still has to go balls out, balls to the wall. If like, we talked only about the race, you think Fernando's felt, doing that with him right now? Like no, no. he lets Lewis by. And he's like, go get Alcon, go yeah. get this if, if, if 
if we only talked about races that were deserved because everybody who was there on Merit was there, we would talk about like four people ever. Like, like I, I very much get that argument, but so many things happened in that race. Like who won that race for Akon? Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, forgetting that the track is bone fucking dry. And just not being able I, to that see That was it. the team's fault. If you remember him asking. No, they can't it. talk. They can't talk. Wasn't no, it? No. Wasn't it? No, you no. can't talk. Uh, anyway, no. we don't have to relitigate During that. During the outlap. Outlap, inlap, whatever. Um, and, and regardless, even if, the, even if the team was able to, like Lewis should have fucking known. Like, we Russell, don't have to Russell said it. We every have, single person George, will come yeah, in. Ju- that is an all-time line from George. Like, and then the greatest of all time allegedly doesn't. Like, come on. Anyways, moving on. Uh, number 11, <clears throat> Daniel Alfredson. No, you're getting close. Sergio. Oh, he is he is also uh he, he is his number's eleven as well, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, um I can see it maybe yes. being a little bit higher, yes. but I'm okay. It, it gets it Agreed. gets real hair splitting in yeah. this area. I am, like, I am okay with this. Right right now we're pretty much gonna be like, does he deserve to be ahead or behind the person that he's ahead or behind, basically? And so far yeah. and, so far, yes. And, and yes. I think so yes. Deserves to be ahead he's of one yeah. he's one with multiple teams. Uh, he is one of the, you know, tired gods. Oh, does Sergio's win with Red Bull not count because Lewis kept the magic on? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you just got fucking dropped. <laughs> Jesus, the sass coming out of that? You didn't even have the, but you also didn't have the fucking gumption to look him in the eye when you said that. Um, yeah, I, it's our first time meeting Callum. <laughs> I'm going to go so hard. Uh, yeah, I agreed. Like that, Sergio, like, as much as the and the only like reason that I fucking talk shit about this guy is because of other people's opinions, right? Like I'm yeah. totally fine being like this guy is a quality number two driver in a top team. That's what he is. He could bring a, a bottom okay team into midfield status. He could bring a midfield team into kind of like maybe we could get Podiums. a podium this year. Like maybe, right? If if he, no- he's not a, he's not a fucking world world beater, but he's also not. Challenging Max for a fucking championship. If if nobody ever said that, I would never say a bad thing about yeah. Sergio. Yeah. Number ten. Moving on. Number ten. Again, real tough to place because of the inconsistency over the last uh, few years. Danny Rick. It's like wh- where do you put him? He won Monaco in that Red Bull after you- the team fucked him the year before. Um, uh, he's a multiple waste race winner. He killed it at uh, Renault. A um, couple of podiums there. Like, yeah, I think so for sure. Yep. I, he sucks I, now. I can't. These last two years have been so tough that I can't argue for any higher. So I think this is. Yeah. It hurt me to put him there. It hurts. He, he used to be like my benchmark yeah. of what is a great driver. If you're better than Danny Rick, right. you're a great driver. If you're not right. better than Danny Rick, you're a midfielder. What was it? What would his career look like? And this is again, this is a hypo, purely hypothetical. But what would his career look like if if Jos Verstappen had a had, had a girl? Oh, like if oh. he was still. <laughs> I was. I thought you were going to say if he stayed at if, Red Bull. If Max, it would look pretty similar. If then Ma- Max, if Max Verstappen would be the greatest woman to ever yeah. drive in one. <laughs> Maxime uh, yeah, Verstappen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maxime Verstappen. <laughs> That's so fucking. Funny. Um, I I think. Daniel stays a year or two more at Red Bull and then goes to Renault again anyway. Wins like five or six more races. Wins a few more races, but like he was Daniel Ricciardo gonna beat Lewis? No, but (laughs) I don't think so. We're we're, we're, we believe him to be the greatest Red Bull driver of all time, if that's true. And Red Bull is um, 
uh, wait, a Max story Dan- team. No, Danny Ricardo. If that's true, and Max never comes around, he's the greatest Red Bull driver of all time, and it's not. I think close. you're forgetting a four-time. You forget about Seb called Sebastian. Vettel. Holy fucking shit! Did you I'm actually Seb is the greatest that? Red Bull driver of all time. I'm all so sorry. Sorry. That was the Se- dumbest shit I've ever said. The, hey. I, I was thinking about David Coulthard and fucking like <laughs> Alex Albon and shit. Seb has never beaten Danny Rick in equal machinery. That's true. It's they had true. one year together, right? Although Seb couldn't they give a single year. shit that year. Yeah. God damn. All right. Yeah, I'm going to th- gonna think about that for the rest. The, for the rest. <laughs> you said it into a microphone? Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> is awful. Rough. I was almost about to remit, like, absolutely tear you guys apart for going against me. And then I forgot about uh, maybe, like, the a top five driver of all time. <laughs> all right. Next. Sebastian Vettel. Yep. What? Actually? Eight. Yeah, Seb. This is, this is eight? Yep. <sighs> Okay, I gotta think see, about, see I gotta think of the, the way other. you guys feel about Kimmy, not not to the level by any means, but you don't like him because. Oh of, my God, you haven't brought up Valtteri Bottas yet. Yeah, I know. Oh, what the fuck? Well, if you oh, put, no, 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 he's no. coming. No. He's coming soon. <laughs> well, swap wherever they are. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> Again, I completely disagree. You are, you are only looking at the last four or five years. Gregory, whatever. Still Gregory, Seb. You're it's talk- still Seb. Gregory, you're talking about the greatest Red Bull driver of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's no. still Seb. Disagree. Is, no. is Valtteri next? Maybe. Okay, but is he? So we can... Yeah. Okay, so so let's do this. So Swap seven, them around. It's seven and eight right I, now? Uh, nine and eight. Eight and nine. Oh, eight and nine. Yeah. At the if minimum... I I think, right. At the minimum, swap them around. Yeah, at the absolute minimum, swap them around. I think I think Valtteri, like... I, like, like Seb, where was, where Seb, was Pierre? Put Valtteri there. So I, the I, only I, thing about that is Lewis Hamilton is debatably the greatest qualifier of all time yeah he had way more experience in that mark yeah and bottas out qualified him every like month every three races yeah like that's to me it's it's hard to whatever bottas does definitely have the weakness of your teammate the whole time you were at a team that was any good was lewis hamilton can i yeah let me make he's got the nico rosberg problem except nico won once let me let me make a point that i think is going to win you over okay Mm -hmm. we're talking about a five-year span okay Seb, Seb Vettel at Aston Martin or Valtteri Bottas at Alfa Romeo? To me, it's uh, like, well, look at what Seb has done oh, at, this, at this midfield team. Uh, multiple podiums. Uh, w- multiple if the fucking regulations. Let's didn't. call it multiple. Yeah. Multiple podiums. Oh, yeah. The fuel. M- ah, murdering sucked. his teammate. Like, Lance has been fucking nowhere against Seb. And Up until recently. Like, sure. He's, yeah. he's there like, what, nine to four, nine to five in qualifying? Like, it's not crazy. No, but like also, Seb has also had much better races. Bottas hasn't been able to keep it up either. Like Bottas at Alpha had like the, oh, this might be great. And then it was like, yeah, well, he he Bottas was looking amazing in that Alpha when it was the only car on the minimum weight. And then he just kind of stopped. And remember in the very, very, uh, no, second race of the year, Saudi, when he was, uh, he was in fourth or fifth or something and, and, Max and Charles were coming behind him or may have been Lewis and, and Max, something like that. And he just loses his mind, uh, locks up, and then they both just go right past him. The uh, first time he had any... Miami. Was that Miami? The, Mer- no, the Mercedes. Miami. Both Mercedes passed him into uh, oh, the it? hairpin right before the long straight. Yeah. Oh, so it might have... It was also it was Saudi both. Arabia as well? I'm pretty sure that, it was night that was a That was brutal. He locked up and both George and Lewis passed God, him. God, maybe Bottas is too high. Yeah, he, is. he can. Ra- <laughs> he is such a good race car driver when he's the only guy on the track, <laughs> in clear air. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so that was okay. So we disagree with you, but whatever. Um, I think this you you've won me over though. Okay, not some. I appreciate like, it. Uh, number seven now. Uh, yes. Okay, now we're getting into like kind of like God status. Real deal shit. Haven't heard Carlos Sainz. Real name deal. Yet. Sh- this is the la- I think seven is the last not real deal. Orlando's name. So it's got to be Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Carlos ahead. He's really good at driving a race car. Like really friggin' good. Just uh, he's also are, consistent, which a lot of other people yeah. are not. There are just six people who are better. I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, in the last couple of years, maybe. I'm okay with this. This is fine. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I think Seb is has had a better five years than Carlos. Carlos has only gone up. Man, when, when, when was the first year of DTS? How many races did Vettel win? We're forgetting how. Like, yeah, he's in the second fastest car. That's cheating, by the way. Um, that what? was cheating. Not che- the car Vettel was cheating. Was Vettel. Vettel oh, wasn't right, cheating. right, 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 right. <clears throat> Not made, his fault. He made Maybe so many big mistakes. I think it was Japan where he just lazily go, went into Spooker. into Leclerc. No, uh, into Verstappen. Oh, then I'm wrong. It's not Japan. You're right. Uh, yeah, friggin' rear-ending Verstappen uh, in Silverstone. Yes, and then spoon curve at Suzuka. He fucked uh, Max mm-hmm. as well. Just lazily went into yeah. Leclerc, ruined both their races. Yeah. Germany. The, oh my god yeah dude you're like, you're winning me over maybe maybe set like, like i think he's ahead of valtteri but i don't yeah i think carlos deserves to be ahead of him here i you're think totally it's right. the fact that seb won four championships and just doesn't look like a guy who won four championships is why i put him so low charles learned from the best from the the thrower himself <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah I th- and i also think that carlos has done a pretty decent job he hasn't he didn't bring that McLaren to like the places that Lando has been able to to, to bring it. He didn't like decimate his teammate, right? But not consistently. Like Lando has like I think Lando has been less consistent than people give him credit for as well. Oh at really? Times. At times, yeah. What are some big mistakes that he's made? Yeah, I think he's like there are definitely awesome. some, obviously. But I mean, I'm the only trying one to think, I can of, think of is like Russia, and we all agree. Uh, like, you know, we all agree. Like I would not have pit. Well, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton wouldn't have pit unless he was. Ordered to by Lewis his Hamilton team as he showed. Still, though. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Hamilton yeah. <laughs> just built different. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it's okay, sweetie. We have a we have a a, a really anxious, um, yelly, screamy dog um, in the house. And hi, sweetie. Hi, hi Hannah. Papa. Hi. You you want to let her out? Oh, bring her downstairs. Oh, okay. It's all good. Yeah, we're pretty close. Um. Where were we? No one's uh, listening Carlos at this point. Carlos at seven. You know the three people that are listening at this point are us three. <laughs> Carly was and here the, for a little bit. No, like I mean, like <laughs> afterwards, and like when the podcast actually posted. So I'll give you guys a view. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll listen. You can't listen. view it. Oh, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I think I think Carlos is yeah. probably enough. Yeah, I like it here. Um, all right, moving. I'm on. okay with this. Um, number six. This was tough between five and six. Lando. Lando Norris. It yeah. Is. I've guessed so many. By I'm the also, way, I'm also fine with this. Can Can I air a grievance Absolutely. with Lando? I love Lando. Yeah. Awesome guy. So entertaining. Obviously, I'm in his target demo, so that helps. <laughs> if he could just battle somebody, even though he knows he's going to get passed, just bat, just try. He's too. He lets um, ev- if somebody qualifies ahead of him on average, he lets them through. Yeah, yeah. he is too. L- consider- such a great driver, Lando. Thank you for letting me pass. Yeah, he is. He is very considerate of like 
results and averages of like, well, how do I finish in the best spot possible? It's by not fighting it, this guy. And yeah. I'm getting mad at him for doing what is technically the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, but it's the less entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's like, come on. Just fuck around, dude. Where, where's your Where's your F one? Like, well, if the Max problem is was when in that he car? tries to make decisions for himself, he loses race wins. That's so funny. And then the one time that in Monza, that's when it's like, so I think I'm faster than Daniel. And they were like, no, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, no, absolutely not. Um, I, I will say one of the things that is really like he's buoyed in this position, like he can't fall back behind of anyone else, is the fact that what do you have appendicitis and. Oh, he, he had uh, no, was his, with oh, he had a no, uh, yeah, tonsillitis. Tons, yeah, tonsillitis in so much fucking pain for two race weekends and like killed it both times. Yeah, just like that. That you want to talk about grit, like that is a. You want to talk about something fucking... Kimi Raikkonen would never do? <laughs> oh yeah, Kimi could never. That's Nico Hulkenberg's he, he, fucking Alfa Romeo debut. <laughs> he'd sniffle once or twice, and he'd be. Yeah. He's like, uh, I think I'm gonna yeah. go. You back. have to put Robert in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. Let me guess again. That's pretty obvious. Better get this right. Uh oh. Um, oh, I guess there's one that it could be ahead but. of Lando, but before Max and Lewis, and then there's another spot there as this well. This is number five. Yeah, George? there's two more. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Congratulations. Um, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. He he's tough to gauge because of being in a Williams and then being against Lewis Hamilton. He did some insane shit in that Williams and he's outperforming Lewis right now. So like spa, for itself. Spa, is, spa last year is enough for me to be like, yeah, sure. Like Yeah. Could you imagine had he gotten on pole for that? He was, was like, Good job, George, you won a race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Lewis and George were within five seconds of each other when they were doing that lap. So they yeah. had the exact same conditions. Yeah. Exact same. Yeah, George Incredible. pulled an unbelievable feat there. Yeah. That being said, Williams is the kind of team they got nothing to lose, like Red Bull back in the day when it was a solid third place car, third third best car, where it's like, yeah, why not just put it all in on the rain? He's, why not? There's a bit of like I get I get some like social media influencer vibes from him. Which I love is, it. But I, I don't. I love to hate it. Um oh, <laughs> but I will say he is a genuine fucking lad. Like two two examples: one, getting out of his car to try and save Zhou Guan Yu's life. Um, so he, a hundred percent, he did that out of the goodness of his heart. But the entire walk over, he's going, oh, shouldn't have done that. No, he's going, oh, everybody's gonna oh, love this yeah. so much. Oh, that's that's essentially we, we discussed that. Well, that's essentially like what what I thought was like. Um, he did. He did it because the adrenaline was going, and he's that kind of guy yeah. that would just be like. I believe that he was concerned. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he was just so aware of how good yeah. it was going to make him look. <laughs> well, I mean, like George Russell, also literally the type of guy to have a meme that is just talking about the fucking corny ass shit. <laughs> yeah. Like George Russell, the type of guy to slap his hands on his knees and go, "Well, before getting up." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> George, George Russell, the kind of guy. To say, should we rock and roll, gang, before <laughs> leaving a dinner? <laughs> um, and then the second thing, obviously, is, you know, screw my race to help Nikki uh, back in oh, Hungary. Oh, God, I Legendary. That. That, one, that one, to me, wasn't as fucking social media influencer as the getting Because he just wants car. the team to he, succeed. He, he was, him and a Williams, I've never, okay, that's a lie, but I've almost never loved a driver more than him at Williams. Yeah. Holy uh, crap. Probably one of the most endearing yeah, drivers. How could you dislike yeah. him? Put him in the Mercedes, times. he becomes a supervillain. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. 
All right, number four. I actually don't know where you're going with this. I, th- I think I might get some pushback on this. Oh, God. Daniel Kivyat. Because of the person. <laughs> Brendan Because Hartley. of the person. <laughs> no fucking Indianapolis 500 winner Marcus Erickson. <laughs> <laughs> because of the person I put ahead it's of Nikita him. It's Nikita Matsupin, isn't it? <laughs> Ayrton Senna's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Leclerc. Number four. Charles Leclerc. Okay, can we can we know number three? Alonzo. It's so it's incredibly hard to play like to put them up against each other. But holy last five years though? Well, it, it, for well and Alonzo's been gone for a yeah. few of those. Yeah. So it's, well and the McLaren was really bad. <laughs> but in that McLaren, he held Lewis up for like three laps in Mexico. Like there's so many times where he just does shit. That's, that's like you, that, that car cannot that do car that. That, uh, that McLaren is the ugliest. It's car the that worst. That was the GP2 engine McLaren. Yeah, yeah. And but it's, it's also like the design of it was just like you did not. Try. And the livery oh, yeah, and the livery was bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sponsorship like placement was yeah. bad. <clears throat> um, wow, this is intriguing. Could who else on the grid could have held Lewis up for as long as he did? Well, and we know who the top two are. So who else? So like, I don't think yeah. that's gonna. Well, but, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss these two and then the next two. Yeah. Um, I yeah, works well. Here's the thing. I, I think, and especially, like, let's talk about today as well. There's just another fucking nail in Charles Leclerc's coffin this year. He, Charles Leclerc has blundered his way out of uh, the top three positions. Like, mm-hmm. f- for me, in, in this list. I, I think Gregory's actually has it right. And it's more so Leclerc, because of Leclerc and not necessarily because of Fernando. Like, the amount of times that Charles has just fucking bungled a podium or a victory this year is mind-boggling for a guy who we believe has so much fucking talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alonzo wouldn't be doing that. Absolutely not. Alonzo no, put an Alpine not. on the first row of the grid this year. Uh, Canada? Canada, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would have put an Alpine on the first row of the grid in Australia yeah. if, and the, if the, the cars, some hydraulic issue. The car's race pace just fucking sucks. Yeah, no, I think this is right. I it's a tough probably one. Right. It, it's, it's definitely like... Um, it definitely shows how fucking amazing... Fernando has been the past two years to only be in F1 for it's two seasons, right? He came back last season. I think yes. To only be in in F1 two seasons in a car that's not that fucking good and And to have the highlights he has and to to be this high up on the list. Like I I get it when you're performing really well in a car that's not supposed to win races, we end up, you know, we end up giving you kudos and, and, and kind of like, um, to use a, a word uh, from Corey's vocabulary, standing. Uh, <laughs> I love that word. It's a great word. <laughs> but shout out Eminem. But my God, it, he totally deserves to be in this position. Anyone else for this? Anyone else? He he's he's the inverse of Senna. Like they had their years in amazing cars. Yeah. And they won. Yeah. And they showed that they were the best. Is he the inverse in that he didn't die? Well, so, no, because like it's it's his car- his, his career died. He made so many bad decisions. He went to so many wrong teams right. at the wrong time. It might as well be like he might as well just retired. He he managed. Oh my god, you're totally right. He he managed his career with all due respect to Ayrton Senna, by the way. Yeah. Like he managed his career into basically like career suicide, yeah. right? And then brought it back entirely. Mm-hmm. By saying, "Let's get the band back together one more time. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see what we can fucking do." All right, 
I'm I I think I know what he's gonna do here. I yeah. think he's gonna put Lewis first. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, good. I good. didn't think that. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna have to so, sit Gregory, here and I'll defend get, uh, Lewis Hamilton <laughs> against an impossible <laughs> task. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll 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 give you give you the floor then. Number two and number one. Number two. Lewis Hamilton, yeah. number one, Max Verstappen. All right, let's let's get your fucking. Who won more championships in the last five years, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I get. You know what? Then I guess uh, this this list is only about championships, and we should have not talked about the eighteen other fucking drivers. Seb's number two on my list. Then <laughs> uh, that was in the last five years. It's just kind of Lewis and nobody else. But no, I mean, the problem with ranking either of them, like putting this in either order, is that they're both kind of doing the same thing the other person did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Lewis had a lot of races that looked like today's, where it was just like, oh, he got up there, and he's gone, and oh, we never saw it's, him again. It's so hard to give people credit for just fucking off into the distance. Yeah. It's, it's hard to be like, Lewis, you're the greatest, when he just drives away, even though that's yeah, kind of what that means. Yeah, but we also seen him do, from the back, get up there, and then, oh, okay, now he's gone off into the distance again. Um, I think part of it with with max and i completely understand it is the excitement of like oh it's happening again and we're watching it happen right now and like there's a new person who's able to do this kind of thing and it's very exciting and i completely get it and max has more than enough results to back up that level of enthusiasm i just think over such a long period of time or over a longer period of time especially when you consider how hotly contested last year's championship was between them. I I feel like you'd have to give Lewis the edge, but there's not a lot there. I'm not going to win either of you over, and I know that. No, you're not. Should we just start singing Max, 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 Two to one, idiot, we win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Listen, I mean... As a guy who has not talked that much about Max Verstappen on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's two reasons why I believe that um, Max should be ahead of Lewis here. One is that we can, like, for, and I think when we get to this point of, of 1v2, the top two places, the top two drivers, we actually can bring legacy into it a little bit more. And No, but that compare, helps Lewis. But like, I'm, I'm comparing Max at this stage of his career to Lewis. I don't think it helps Lewis. It, I, don't, I think it definitely does not help Lewis. I think Max at this age was showing, is showing so much more fucking out of this world talent than Lewis was when he was at McLaren. He was great, but he also was never kind of like... Uh, Lewis certainly took more time to get there. That's what I'm saying. On top of this, so I, I think that Max, Max is like... Max emerged almost fully formed. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is we've seen so many more mistakes from Lewis. Let's talk about today. There's a great fucking example of yeah. throwing away a, a potential podium. He knew. He, not he knew. He should have known he was there. Max's, Max's mistakes, and you can find a couple, but they are absolutely like... A few and far between. They're so, they're so, the, except, they're, they're so the exception to the rule that is his errors do not result in losing out on a victory. Losing out on the position he was going to finish in. Like, he throws into the gravel and then wins, right? He spins and he wins. Uh, he, he fucking, like, gets damaged in his car and still is able to, you know, uh, drag that thing to a, a high uh, uh, position. Lewis, during the fight with Max, threw away that championship, in my opinion. 
multiple times. That might have been the worst year of his career. Yeah, he couldn't. He could not stop fucking bumping into coffee tables. And if we're gonna go in on Charles Leclerc for it, which has been worse, he's definitely been worse with regards to just like th- throwing shit, right? Yeah, he's definitely like shit his pants many times. But like, if I'm gonna go in on Charles for that, I'm gonna go in on Lewis for it too. Oh, you better and, believe it. And to me, Max has just been the far more polished um, driver out of the two. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fucking make mistakes. And when he does, he either makes sure to land on top of Lewis's car and, <laughs> and break his neck or win the uh, race. Oh, he heard the engine going. <laughs> he knew he was okay. Anyways, that's mine. Do you not wanna, not okay, that we'll he give, cared. We'll give you the final word here. Um, I have in my notes the only thing I wrote for Max is, I don't know, man. He's just so fucking good. <laughs> he's just so fucking good. Yeah. There's nobody with better car control than yeah. him. If you watch him spin... Um, you see things that other drivers don't do. Other drivers spin, and then after the spin, they recover it. Yeah. Max, midway through a spin, is hitting brake and gas at different points to put it yeah. exactly in the right position. Right. W- watch his hungry spin. It's a work of art. Yeah. And if hungry, the drive he did in hungry, it might be one of the best drives ever, and it hinges on the... F- on whether or not the spin was his fault or if it was entirely the car. Right. We'll never know. If it's entirely the car, it's the greatest, one Ex- of the greatest drives of all time. Exactly. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah. You can't believe Max. You can't believe any F1 I driver. I believe they- him. I, for one, believe Max Verstappen. <laughs> I want to. And uh, it's not the first, like, like shit like that happens. Like, the, the engine just cuts out and it fucking... Uh, uh, Checo. Che- yeah, Checo uh, in, in Bahrain um, this year. Yeah, yeah, when Crofty was like, did he get hit by Lewis Hamilton? It's like the engine threw his car into a fucking yeah. spin. It's his Wild steering wheel was happen. off. Weird, yeah. <sighs> Lads, this was, this was so much fun. It's been real. I think we keep getting better at this. That does tend to be what happens when you keep doing something. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how that works. Practice, Unless you're Kimmy Raikkonen. 